Warning, warning. Warning. Prolonged listening to this show has been known to cause side effects such as excessive winning, making money, getting jacked, and loving life. Tune in at your own risk. And now, without further ado, welcome to The Spencer Clay Show. What's going on, guys? Spencer Clay here, back with another podcast episode. Today, got a bunch of great questions outlined from my last YouTube video that I did. You know, if you guys don't know how this works, if you guys have any questions for me, just go ahead and put it below this video. Or if you listen to this on Spotify, go check out the, the video on YouTube. So to start off, let's just dive right into it. So I got some good questions from Kulu Tama. He says, starting my own gutter business soon. How do you still work if it's a busy, rainy week? Do you wait till it's not raining? Doesn't mind working in the rain? Yeah, that'll defeat the purpose of a gutter clean if it's going to get dirty immediately after. So yeah, great point. If it's raining, obviously it's fall right now. Leaves are falling down, but it's it's kind of like getting a haircut for your roof or for, for whatever. It's going to get dirty eventually. Your hair is going to grow back eventually, but still doesn't mean you don't go get a haircut, look great for a little while, and then just get it done again. So especially with roof and gutter cleanings, like I still recommend once a year. So it doesn't really matter when during that whole year, as long as you get it done. Some people, I have clients, they get it done twice a year and that's great. You know, they'll do it in the fall and then they'll do it in the springtime. So really whatever you want, but people like, so that's just my standard answer needs to be done once a year. doesn't matter when you do it. So, um, good question though. Me M one and E says, I'm scared of the legal stuff, like getting in trouble for not having a license or something. Should I not care? You should care. Um, like licensing and legal stuff is, is that's a great question. Cause I don't know your state. I don't know your city or where, or even your country. we got people inside my inner circle that are up in Canada, Australia, all that sort of stuff. So I don't really know, but just look it up. You probably need some sort of business license, insurance, and a business bond, at least where I live. So you just need a basic liability insurance and a business bond. It's, it's super easy. You can get it done. I wouldn't worry about it. Like when I first started, and I know lots of guys <laughs> when they first started, you know, maybe a bit questionable on the legality, just, but you're just going out, you're cleaning stuff. It's not a big deal. Like we're not, you know, we're not pouring diesel fuel into like jet engines and like fucking it up or something like this is pretty simple. We're just cleaning stuff. So get like, do your best, like get, get the paperwork squared away. But I mean, don't, don't lose sleep over it, man. So, um, Joe council says, so with your business, how do you handle healthcare costs, taxes? It's another kind of like legality question. So healthcare taxes and stuff. I mean, obviously pay your taxes, like keep track of your stuff, healthcare. Don't get hurt. Um, but, but I mean, also you can get like cheap healthcare for, um, I have it through like my, well, I was in the Navy, so I get like not, not too bad through the, my old healthcare, but don't just, just don't get hurt. That's kind of the best advice. So, um, Zach Sink says after you nail in the roofing harness, are you patching the shingle when you're done? So don't do this. Do not nail like a harness inside your, inside the roof because like, or like, I mean the anchor, it's not the, you're using a harness to clean steeper roofs. Cause some roofs, like if it's a 12, 12 pitch, that means it's essentially a 45 degree angle, very steep. So I almost always try and work from the ladder on those. I don't like to work on the roof and it's really up to you. So don't nail it in. If it has a roof anchor, use that. If not work from the ladder, get a really long brush. You can clean a lot of stuff. So, um, yeah, we'll hold, hold that, hold that thought. Some other questions. We'll just kind of dive through some of the questions and then we'll kind of jump into like some more of today's topic. Kind of like to just like clear up all the stuff. I'm going kind of fast because I want to answer like as many as I can. 
what is the slowest time of year other than the winter? Noah Howell asks. He's got a couple questions. How many roofs do you personally clean? Of all the roofs, do you get jobs for? In other words, how often do you have your guys do the job? What's the split? Yeah, so it's winter is definitely the slowest time of year. And like I said, you know, we work pretty much year round. People need their roofs cleaned at least once a year, so we'll work year round. And as far as like the guys, like now I'm kind of trying to be off the truck. Like I'm working on getting some other guys hired right now. And so we do like typically like a 50, 50 split for anybody who's contracting out. So, I mean, just need two guys to completely replace yourself. So pretty straightforward there. And I mean, the slowest time of year is literally just when you stop advertising, like whenever you don't know how to get leads, getting leads is like the biggest skill that you could ever learn how to do. So get good at Facebook ads, get good at building your website. I could spend all day like talking about that stuff. I have so much other content, so I don't really want to spend too much time about like the whole Facebook ads or building your website. But the second you get good at advertising, you can turn on the faucet, bring leads in, start making money. If you know how to turn $1 into two, you'll always be able to make money. So remember that. And let's see. Dot Penji says, hey, Spencer, I love the video. Insights about Facebook ads. Cool, cool, cool. Quick question, though. You mentioned that door knocking is great when you have no money but time and Facebook ads are the way to go when you have money but no time. If someone is in a situation where they have a bit of both, some time and a limited budget, what would you recommend for someone like that who's looking to start small but effective? Great question. Very concise. And that this is a good template for like anyone who wants to ask me a question. I'll get tons of DMs and stuff or just dumb questions that I'm not going to answer. So if you ask me something stupid that I've answered in a thousand other videos, I'm not going to answer it. But questions like that, you had a very good opening. Um, ask a good question and very solid. Like people asking questions just drives me crazy. A lot of people are just asking questions as a way of avoiding action, right? They're asking, like, Oh, what tool to use? I don't know what tool to use to do this. And I can't start until I get this figured out. It's like, bro, you're not going to start. Like when I started, I just went out, got on the fucking roof and I figured it out. Like I was like, okay, well this tool doesn't work. Go back to home Depot. Okay. This tool doesn't work go back to Home Depot. Okay. I like this tool. Let's use this. It took me like many different trips until I found what worked. And now, now I share as much as I can. Obviously I have like tool videos and stuff, but anyways, back to, back to his question, door knocking versus Facebook ads. So this is a great topic. I love because fundamentally to get more jobs, you need to spend money or time. That is the, what you can get. Like you need eyeballs onto your business. That is essentially what marketing is getting people to see your offer. So with door knocking, you're you're talking to them face to face, you're speaking to them with an ad, like a digital, you're essentially digitally door knocking, you're getting in front of their eyeballs and say, Hey, here's my business. Like it's the same type of principle. So whichever you have available, like if it's money or time, I personally love spending my money versus my time. I don't want to go knock doors for two hours. If I can just spend $20 on Facebook ads and land the same amount of jobs. So people who tell you that door knocking is the only way to get jobs, are, are full of it. Like, obviously I love door knocking and I, that's how I started. And that's how I still, like if I'm cleaning something or we're at a job site and the neighbor has a bunch of shit all over the roof, I'm going to go knock the door. Like obviously, but just relying on door to door. I mean, if you're spending hours knocking doors, you're not actually growing your business. You're working in your business, not on the business. So building systems like Facebook ads, Google, whatever it is that you can use your time. I mean, use your money instead of your time. So that's how rich people think. Rich people are going to spend their time versus spending money. That's why they have private jets. It's a lot more money, but it saves them time. So you got to think about it from that perspective. If you want to be rich, it means you fundamentally understand the value of your own time. So you want to spend money. Money is infinite, 
but our time is not. So spend so that. That's what I would say, man. Good question though. Um, Sarah little says, Oh, we were, this is like one of the episodes we were talking about the military. Couldn't agree more. Not thinking the, the, the forced ignorance of how things work. The military is literally so toxic to independent thought and autonomous action. She spent four years in the army. I'm learning the, the lazy group thinking the order following loser mentality was the hardest thing to get over. When I was out, it was easier to detox all their bullshit medicines than it was to remove the negative social habits and poor mental posture that makes a good soldier. Great, great statement. Um, yeah, I mean, I was in the military, just the reserve for six years for the Navy. And yeah, it's it's insane. Like she's like she said, she put it really well. Lazy group think and the order following loser mentality. Lazy group think, and you see this at any company. So not to just pick on the military, but people are fucking lazy, especially if they're not working on goals or passions that stuff that they like to do or stuff that is directly like good for them. Like in the military, you get paid the same as the person next to you, whether you do work or not. It's a terrible system. And it's, it's how a lot of companies work. That's why all like anyone who works for me or works with me, they get paid a percent, they get paid like essentially commission. So if you work sales, you're going to get paid commission. Or if you work doing jobs, you get paid a percent. It incentivizes you to work harder, to do better work because you're getting paid more. It's just basic shit that I don't know why more people don't do it. Like all these companies, they just instill laziness because, well, especially the military, they don't have to be efficient. It's just, they just show up and they suck off taxpayer dollars and they don't want you to think. They don't want you to be like, like, yeah, they want you to be lazy. They don't want you to work. So not to pick on the military too much, but that is just extremely common in most companies. So if you got people that work for you, make sure you find a way to motivate them, not necessarily with like money, but like percentages. And also just, you gotta be very notice, like the actions of the group, like see what the group vibe is. If the group is lazy, like people, even when I was in, even when I was doing, I was lazy too. Like you are very susceptible to the people around you. So if you got 10 people in your unit or whatever that are all lazy, you're going to be lazy too. That's just how it is. So if you have a company or if you're working for something, you're looking around, you're seeing all these other people are lazy as fuck. You probably are too. You should probably get out of there. So that's why I got out of the military. That's why I've left pretty much every job, every job I've ever had. Cause I would look around and I'd see like all these people suck. They're lazy as fuck. Or they're just, I was like, what am I doing here? These people are like 45. They're making 12 bucks an hour. I'm like young, I should be making way more money than this. I'm way more driven, more disciplined. And it's insane. Like yesterday, yesterday was cool. We were, we were at the, the UW, um, Oregon football game and I took off my shirt cause it was super hot. And we were like celebrating like the, the Huskies won, which was cool. And I, I was just like, I had my shirt off in front of like thousands of people. And I just, everyone was just like looking at me. I was like, I forgot what it feels to be disciplined. And I haven't been drinking for a while and I've been, you know, staying good on the diet and so just being jacked, like people discipline is just such like, this is just another topic. I know it doesn't really pertain to the previous question, but we're kind of, kind of spitballing, you know, this podcast is just for me to just kind of rant about whatever I've been thinking about during the week. So this is just kind of our time together to just kind of rant. Now we're not going to worry about the bullshit, like politics or news. That is not, this is not the show for that. This is the show for men and women who want to make more money, want to be, have better relationships, better health. And just getting better. Like, we're not like any of the other bullshit. You cannot control any of that shit. So it just drives me crazy, like going to the gym and having to see the news and stuff. It's just fear mongering. Like, we can't even control any of that. We can control only ourselves. We can only control the actions that we do. So that's what I focus on my time on. So, anyways, moving on. Um, Cody Peterson says, 
Just got my first lead today because you made me take action. $200 for two hours work. Great job, Cody. That's fucking awesome. Making money. So, and then ask 571 says, Spencer, have you completed a job? And then homeowner told you they didn't have the money or a portion of the money. Apologies if this has been covered. Yeah, it's, it's only happened one time where the where we agreed on a price and then the guy was like, nah, you, it only took you 15 minutes. I'm only gonna give you half. That was the only time it ever happened. Other than that, never had an issue being paid. And even still, like the guy still paid me like whatever. And I, I didn't work that much, but still, and I never worked for him again. The funny thing was he was like, at the end, he's like, oh, but I have like three other jobs for you to do. I was like, no, I'm not going to do those jobs. You didn't fucking pay me the full amount. Why would I do other work for you? He actually hit me up like a year later, like, oh, I still have those jobs for you. And he was kind of like, he wasn't like pretending that it wasn't. I don't think he even thought that he did something wrong. Cause I think he was like, maybe in his culture, he's like Eastern European. He was like very like strict, like you did not work this much. Like I will not pay you. So it was weird, but wouldn't worry about it either way. I didn't fucking work for him ever again. I'm not going to do that. I don't, I don't work for people that that I don't, that I don't like, that I don't trust, you know, that's the cool thing about owning your own business. You can just say, no, I didn't say like, I wasn't mean about it. I was like, Oh, I think we're really busy right now. So not right now. He, cause he wanted me to do something else. <laughs> so anyways, but to, to answer your question, like now people, most like so many people are just like people who have houses and want them cleaned or want work done are good people. Like most 99.99% of our customers are awesome. Like they want, they take care of their house. They have pride in their house. They're good people. So I wouldn't worry about it. And if, if a problem does arise, I mean, you know where they live. So I, I and mean, just, just go back every day and knock on the door. I mean, obviously don't do anything bad because that's not good, but like, I mean, you know where they live. So I've, I've never had an issue with that. Um, Noah skirt says, listened to this guy, made way more money than I should be, but still not jacked. I mean, making money is the same thing as lifting weights, dude. You're just going up, showing up consistently every day. For the last year and a half, I've made a video every single day consistently. And I've been working on my business every single day for the last four years. And I've been going to the gym every single day. Well, not every single day. I hate That's another thing that I hate, like, people say, like, oh, I go to the gym every day. And then you look at them, they're not even, they're not even big at all. They have, they clearly do not. And it's like, why lie? I don't go to the gym every day. I do not. I go most days. I'll go like four days a week, five days a week sometimes. But you know, you don't need to go every single day. So anyways, if you're still not jacked, start going every day. That's really all there is to it. Like there's, there's diet plans, there's workouts, but if you just start, start lifting weights, same with making money, just go out, start fucking doing it. Don't worry about which brush or which thing is the best. Start doing it. You'll figure it out along the way. Um, but that's good. You're making money though proud man so taking action is the first step man gorilla wash stand says there's two types of service business repetitive work like car detailing and single project like painting and construction i argue that projects make more money but need some serious advertising effort so that's a good point yeah there's a couple different types there's like yeah big projects and stuff and like repetitive service work i tend to like the repetitive service work because number one you can hire that out and also it's it's consistent and it's not like like every time i've done like a big project it's kind of bit me in the ass. Cause like I, I did, I built like a, a shed a while. Like this was a year ago. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it was a terrible idea. I was like, Oh, I'm going to build this shed for 7,500 bucks. I was like, Oh, seven grand. That's so much money. We ended up like spending all that on tools and not tools, but like equipment and stuff. Not that's just my experience. I like to stick, stick with what you know. Don't try and branch out into too many things. Be very specific. So there's another thing with business. Like people are like, some people are too specific. Like they're like, Oh, I only clean windows. I'm like, dude, you need a, your average ticket is 200 bucks. We need to bump that up. We need to be 400, 500 bucks. 
So you need to add like gutter cleaning, other stuff. But then some people, they, they try and do too many things. Also, they'll look at their business card. It's got 50 different services. Or you go to Craigslist and they have 50 different services. It's like, well, shit. Well, which one are you even good at? With, with me, I only do like, we only do roof and gutter cleaning. We do a little bit of like other stuff and obviously Christmas lights. But very specific. We're not trying to be that everything to everyone. So um, interesting point though. Alex Sherrard920 says, going through really tough financial times, get slaved at my job for a little pay and just barely scrape by 21 and have a kid. And I found your videos about a week ago. My mindset on life has really changed. Really hoping this work it has too. Yeah, man. I mean, we've all been there. Like we've all been in shitty financial states. I remember that was kind of what led me to start this business. I woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I not rich? Why am I not making money? Why am I broke? I'm in, I'm in, in good shape. I'm healthy. I'm young. What the fuck am I doing wrong? So I woke up, I hit the doors, started knocking pavement and I started making money and I never turned back. I learned that you don't need a boss. You don't need a middleman to take, cause essentially like I was working at a tire shop and some other stuff and someone brings you their car to work on it and you change their brakes or change their tires and the, the company. So there's the, the customer, you and the company, well, the customer, the company, and then you. So the company stands in the middle of you getting paid. The customer gives the money to the company who then gives money to you. I was like, well, why do we need the, why do we need the company? Why don't we just customer gives me money. So take out the middleman. Cause I was, I mean, it's, it's just crazy the way that businesses are structured and working at the tire shop was a great example of like crazy things that we do. Like when we're in situations, like you're, you're surrounded by people who, I mean, that the, the place was a good place. Like, don't get me wrong. My boss is really cool, but there's just funny little things that you look back and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I remember we had a competition with like a competitive, like a, another branch of the tire shop, like in a different city, like, Oh, we need a competition. Whoever wins the competition, it's like, I don't even remember what the, the reward was. I don't even think there was a reward. It made, it was like a pizza party or something, but like, it's like, we're busting our butts to like beat another tire shop and making the same company thousands more dollars. It's like, like, it's so wild thinking about that and not to make any extra money. Like you don't make any extra money for working harder. It's just like people got this thing so backwards. They got us so wrapped up in the slave mentality of like, oh, we just show up to work and that's it. Like we're not working for ourselves anymore, which is, it's insane. Like, and the second you step out of the rat race and you don't listen to anyone else, like life has just gotten so much better. Like I woke up whenever I want. Today's a Sunday, by the way. And I just wake up. I still wake up to my alarm. I mean, it's not, it's like a soft alarm. It's like one of those light ones that like slowly turns like light and makes these bird chirping noises. I really like it. I just got it. So definitely recommend if you don't like the, the noise alarm, like a light one is a little bit more natural. It like wakes you up with light. So cool thing. And, um, but no, I still, I still like to wake up and do my thing. I work whenever the fuck I want to. I didn't work the last three days, but I mean, well, I was working on other stuff, but didn't do any videos or anything, but do whatever you want. You don't, you don't have to follow any rules. So, um, kind of spazzed it for a second. And so I, another thing I asked to on a video was like, what is holding people back? Some people were saying fear of failure, fear of not getting jobs, not getting money. And so I want to touch on that for a second. There has been throughout human history, so many thousands of years, like humanity is inherently and the universe is inherently uncertain. People are afraid of failing. Why? Like who gives a fuck? And I know that's like a very basic answer. Like who gives a fuck? But like, 
you you literally can't care like you you, you ought to wake up and you got to make things work because there's two types of risks there's the risks that you can't control and there's the risks that you can control i can control risks like if i'm starting a business like when i started my this business i was like it's quote unquote a risk but i can control it i can go out and knock as many doors as i want i can learn how to run facebook ads run facebook ads and make this work i can control it so it's really not a risk like go like uncontrollable risk is betting on the lottery or going to the casino which like side note has like terrible odds if anyone's betting or gambling it's just stupid that and that's oh that's that leads me to another point like investing like people are like oh what's the best investments and people always comment on my videos like oh crypto forex drop shipping all this bullshit like like investing is lazy as fuck and i want to say this now because like obviously i plan on having investments someday like but right now that is my business that's myself i spend tens of thousands of dollars investing myself with mentors courses all this sort of stuff and in my business i spend thousands of dollars on ads all this sort of stuff to grow my business because what is like the s p 500 like average it's like eight percent ten percent growth so it's a good place to grow your money if you already have millions of dollars but if you're watching this, you probably don't have millions of dollars in the bank. So you should be investing that into a business. Because if you run a good ad campaign, I can spend $20 in a day and land a job that same day for like hundreds of dollars, thousands of percent return on my investment. So like build a business that pays you. And that kind of leads me back to earlier, like the retirement plan or the healthcare, all that. Like money can solve all your problems. And this is something that so many people are just like, they, they lose sight of. We're all going to die someday. And retirement is just like this, this fake made up thing that these companies are this carrot that they dangle in front of you to like, until the day you die, like, oh, you're going to get a retirement someday. It's like, by the time you retire, you're too old to do anything. You're too old to enjoy work and you've worked your entire life and you've built nothing. I'm going to build a business that's going to pay me forever. Like, it's not that hard. You find a way to make money. Like how much money do you need to retire on? Like you just find something that makes you money and build it, put people in place, build a business. And then you can retire on that. Also the greatest retirement plan on the fucking history of the planet is having strong children. I plan on having as many kids as we can have a lot of strong children that raise that take care of the old when they get old. Like my girl, like her, her family, they're, they're Hispanic and they have the very strong family. Like her mom was taking care of her grandma for the last 20 years. She ended up living to 101 years old. She didn't have, she didn't worry about fucking retirement plan. Like if you go to so many other countries and stuff, you go to any other country besides like a Western country, like, well, what is a retirement plan? Like, what is that? What is like, you have children, you have, you live a good life and then, then you just, they, they, they take care of you. So I don't know why this is so like this revolutionary topic to bring up to people in the West, but like, don't worry about that shit, man. Work on, focus on working now, build something now so that like work now. Like, I don't know why everyone's obsessed with retiring or like all that sort of stuff when they're 30. Like, oh, I don't want to work anymore. I just want to invest my money into crypto so I can just sit on the couch all day and play video games. It's like, dude, take your thousand dollars, go buy some tools, build a business, and then get back to me when you start making $10,000 plus a month. Then we can start talking about other stuff. So, that is pretty much today's rant. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys have any questions as usual, answer. I mean, I always say that I will answer them, but put them below. Ask those questions below this video. I'll get back to you. I will see you guys next week. Let's get after it. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in to the Spencer Clay show. That's all for now. 
See you in the next episode. Peace.